my five favorite F words. That's what we're covering today in the Pilot Wife ABCs as we take on the letter F. Welcome to the Pilot Wife podcast, your ongoing checklist for navigating your first class life as a pilot wife and aviation family. I'm your co-captain, Jackie Elmer. I've been a pilot wife for over three decades, and I cannot imagine any other lifestyle. Yes, there's no doubt it's a mix of turbulence and blue skies, but what life isn't? I'm here to bring you the best that the aviation life has to offer. If you have a topic suggestion or a story to share on the show, details are at the end. And if you want the Pilot Wife Survival Guide and Checklist, go to pilotwifechecklist.com. Now, stow your baggage, strap in, and let's unpack the Pilot Wife life. Welcome to the Pilot Wife Podcast and more on the ABCs of this particular lifestyle. Now, I live my life around my five favorite F words. So today I'm going to focus on my top five, as I honestly think they relate to much of what we all do in life and certainly in aviation and as pilot wives and partners and spouses. Um, They serve as a key tool to keep our families and our relationships on track including the relationship that we have with ourselves. Those five words are faith, family and friends, fun, fitness, and finances. First, though, let's go to the mailbag and hear some of the latest feedback. Adrian writes, hi there. I just wanted to drop a quick note to say thank you. My husband was recently hired by Envoy and is waiting for his class date. And I relate to your podcast on so many levels. He's also military, so I'm used to him being gone often, but the pilot life is different. We live in Southern California and are looking to move to the Dallas area in the next six months. I have two children from a previous marriage, so we are going to be traveling back and forth often, which will be very new and different for us. We've been married for six years, and he's been working to get where he's at now, and it's exciting. We were married for a year. He deployed for 10 months, and I felt very alone. So I really appreciated episode 20 and think this experience has helped me prepare for this next chapter of being a pilot wife at this level. Thank you for being so open with the ups and downs of being a pilot wife. And I'm looking forward to this next chapter of being a pilot wife. Congratulations to you both and welcome to the aviation world, uh, the the, uh, commercial aviation world, I should say. And thank you for your service to your husband and you for being a military spouse. I have a son in the Marine Corps and a military spouse daughter-in-law, so I know it's not an easy gig. All right, the next question or piece of mailbag that's come in is handling the social media posts of them on layovers out having fun. I'm really struggling with this. Can you help me? Well, I have to say when I started in this journey personally, social media was not a thing and the internet's didn't even really exist, at least as we know it today. Um, So it is a little bit different for me. I am also a social media and business coach. It's something I've coached on for years. I took a business online in 1999. And I have to say my husband personally is not that engaged with social media. Um, And my son, who's nearing 30, is not that interested in it either. They both kind of think it's stupid. (laughs) But hey, um, we all know it's a thing and it's out there. So the biggest thing is you know, go back and listen to the other 
Pilot Wife ABCs, if you haven't, we talk about communication, we talk about boundaries, we talk about attitude. Um, There's so many things that all of it encompasses and expectations, even the last one. So I think that's a big, big part of it. Set your expectations, understand his expectations or her expectations, set good boundaries, and make sure that you communicate at all times. Here's the thing. We want them to be happy. We want them to be healthy. And part of that is enjoying themselves while they are on layovers. I know my husband used to get mad sometimes when I, you know, he used to say, I think you think that all I do is, you know, hang out at a resort and order room service. And that was probably coming after me being frustrated, being home with the kids and a lot of that type of situation that was going on. So I know um, that it was important important for me to manage my frustrations and expectations. And again, I wanted him to have I want him to have a great life, um, fun, enjoy his job. And that's just part of it, being social. And the the reality of it is, and especially right now in the world of aviation, the bulk of it is very stressful for them. It's a lot of canceled flights, delayed flights, rescheduling, frustrated passengers, frustrated gate agents. There's a lot of frustration and anxiety and depression and a lot of other things out there. So just give them that space to enjoy themselves and make the most of it when they are out there. But again, you know, set some good boundaries, expectations, and have good communications. Okay. Um, let's see. Thank you. I've been married to my pilot 13 years and we've not mastered this thing yet. Do you know if there's anything out there for him as well? He does not seem to understand any of the stress I feel. He only feels that I should always just feel lucky for my life while I do I just want and need companionship from him and understanding. And I totally get that. It can be a lonely lifestyle. We can spend a lot of holidays alone. So again, kind of like what I shared before, the most critical thing in this whole deal is communication, good communication. And good communication most often happens not in the heat of the moment, not at that moment where you're feeling frustrated or feeling overwhelmed or feeling bent out of shape or anxiety or any of that. Good communication comes when you first and foremost manage your own mind, your thoughts. Um, You've probably heard me say before, but if you're new to the show, maybe not. I'm a journaler. Every day I get up and I do a thought download in my journal. I check in very first thing and ask myself, what's the emotion? What's the feeling that I have today starting this day? And is it on the positive side of the scale? or the negative side of the scale. And that's important because I know that that's going to set the tone for my entire day. That's going to set the tone for everything about my day, my relationship with myself, my relationship with the pilot, my relationship with my children, my relationship with my business clients, with everyone I come into contact with. So it's important that we manage our minds and our thoughts. And we all have that monkey mind. And it's so easy to get caught up in that runaway thought of he doesn't understand me, I'm feeling all this stress, I'm alone, and he's out there having a good time, kind of like the last piece of feedback. And they aren't so often. So again, part of the communication is communicating, Um, having that conversation, starting that hard conversation that says, um, "I I do feel lucky for my life, and thank you for this life, and thank you for our partnership together. I just feel the need right now to express what I'm feeling. And so I'm just asking you, can you set a space for me to be able to listen to what I'm sharing? And then maybe we can have some communication around it, how we can 
best navigate it together. And maybe through that, I'll better understand where you are. You can understand where I am. And maybe we can find some common ground with that. Uh, so that's what I have for that. Please message me back if there's more. Um, and it's also clear to uh, what you want to do in that communication is, is express what is that stress that you're feeling? What's creating that stress that you're feeling? Is it one of those things where you're having a stressful situation, maybe in your own career or with a child or with another family member? Really begin to do that thought download and get clear on what those stresses are and how, and I'm, I'm not saying this at all to fault or blame you. I'm really not. I just, a lot of this, I'm speaking from my own experience. When I would get super triggered over something, a lot of times when I would look back, it wasn't necessarily uh, with a pilot or his trip or what was going on there. It was like a whole lot of stuff that got piled into one conversation. So that's just a thought. Um, but be able to, to get clear on what's stressing you at the moment and be able to communicate that in a way that's positive. And then the final comment, I think that you said, thank you for sharing this. I wish that I would have had this from the beginning. Well, thank you for that. I wish too. Um, I wish I would have started this even earlier because A, I love doing it. And B, I know that it's helpful just from the feedback that I get. And that means a lot to me. Okay, another piece I wanted to share uh, from the, are pilots more likely to cheat? Because there's a lot of feedback on that. And I don't want to spend a ton of time there and dwell on it. But at the same time, I want to make sure that I'm giving a voice to the people who are experiencing different things. So this was a piece that came in. I was a flight attendant for five years before marrying my husband. And sadly, I know that many pilots do in fact cheat. However, the, there is a large, and this was her emphasis, large amount of pilots who are very faithful to their wives and the absence makes the relationship stronger. I think faithful pilots are more, are more common than cheaters. And thank you for sharing that because I feel the exact same way. That's been my experience. I was in the aviation world before I met and dated and married my pilot. And that was my, my experience too. So often they wanted to tell me about their wives and they wanted to show me pictures of their kids and talk about things that were going on and their frustrations when their schedule got delayed and they didn't get to get home on time or they had to miss a birthday or different things like that. So remember that just because they're out staying in a hotel and ordering room service, as I like to say sometimes, um, that doesn't mean that they're enjoying all of it. And that doesn't mean that they don't want to be home with you. So that's an important part of it as well. And then uh, finally, a shout out to Bill Grieve. And Bill, I hope I'm saying your name correctly. He's an aviator who's flown jets and helicopters from Saudi Arabia, and he listens to the show. And he says, I follow your pilot wives and have found your videos and writing exceptionally helpful and informative. I write for several media and cover sometimes sensitive and touchy subjects. My current article revolves around infidelity, specifically an incident in commercial aviation that came to my attention and had a very serious effect on a friend of mine. With your broad knowledge and experience, I would like to ask you to glance over my article before it gets submitted for publishing and perhaps let me know if you feel there is anything which needs to be added. I would also like to reference your website as a help resource for Middle Eastern pilot wives. The Middle Eastern women are very rapidly taking their place and becoming a force to be reckoned with. I love that, especially in Saudi Arabia. And I'm hoping this article will help them in the quest for their own liberties too. 
Well, the article is out and I'm going to link it in the show notes for anyone who wants to read it. And thank you, Bill. Thank you for the shout out. Thank you for um, asking for my involvement and quote unquote advice, if you will. And we're going to try to get you on the show too, just to address some of these different things. And I love interviewing men uh, as much as women too, because you know there's so many different perspectives on all of it. And I love bringing in your knowledge, your experience to that. So thanks and a shout out. Okay, quickly, Instagram. Follow me on Instagram if you haven't. I'm just Pilot Wife Podcast. Uh, over the July 4th weekend, and as I'm recording this, actually, I traveled to Nashville. I'm cat sitting for my daughter. It's fantastic. Um, and I've been testing out a new fitness product, a weighted belt. Um, there's also a weighted vest, but I'm specifically testing out the weighted belt. And I shared a couple of videos in my Instagram stories on how well it works and the ease of getting it through security and getting a better workout while walking through the terminal. It's perfect for pilots, flight attendants, the trucking industry, anyone in aviation, and of course, anyone who wants to ramp up, unintended, their workouts with ease. You can learn more at weights.pilotwifepodcast.com. Weights.pilotwifepodcast.com. That's W E I. G-H-T-S, as in weights that we wear. Enter code FLY15, FLY and the number 15, for a 15% discount for the aviation community. And you can use the code even if you aren't in aviation, but we've got our special code for aviation. And we're planning an aviation study and contest around fitness and these products. So join the aviation fitness Facebook group community uh, for more on this too. All right, now on to our topic, my five favorite F-words, faith, family and friends, fun, fitness, and finances. So one of the reasons that the show took a bit of a hiatus, and I've shared this, is that I was finishing up my health and nutritional uh, coaching certification. I've been talking about, writing about coaching, um, kind of off the cuff friends and family and neighbors for years on health and nutrition, because I've been a health and fitness nut my entire life. And I have a favorite mantra. We don't get our goals, we get our habits. And the reality of it is we control our habits. So when we control our habits, we control our goals and we're much more likely then to attain them. And success habits are what are going to set you apart. They will put you on a different path. And often these changes take us from those old stagnating habits to new success habits. And it's just about small little shifts. So decide and commit to your habits in each area of your life. So for me, I have priorities in each area of my five Fs. Now, I mentioned that I'm a business and social media coach. I've been doing that since about 2005, took a business online in 99, and then started getting tapped to teach others how to do that. And part of that involves a content strategy, right? You have to write a content strategy. What are you going to put in your Instagram stories, your posts, your Facebook, your groups, a blog, a podcast, videos, whatever you're doing whatever you're marketing, I don't care if it's real estate or what, it involves a content strategy. And so for me, um, I'm all about life and business intersecting because the reality of it is it does. Even if you're a pilot, even if you're a pilot wife, think about that, how much of your real life overlaps into all that you do. Um, I think about the pilot community and you know they're up in the air and, and they're not in touch with their loved ones and they get home and they turn their phone off of airplane mode and it blows up with text messages with everything that's going on. And you've got to know how to navigate all of that into 
your situation at hand. You're on a trip, you're busy, you're out there. You've got to compartmentalize to some extent. We've shared, we've talked about this before on the podcast. You've got to be able to, you know, pull all that in, rein all that in and make everything work and do your best in all aspects of it. So for me, um, prioritizing all this came down to, you know, creating my own content strategy. So I put life into five different buckets. Now I was born on the fifth of the month. And so five is a big number for me. And it starts with an F. And for whatever reason, there's a lot of really good F words out there. So my five F words are faith, which is my spirituality. It's my mindset. It's my belief in myself. It's my thought work. All of that falls under the bucket of faith. And then I have family and friends. Relationships is basically what that is. And that includes my clients. It includes everything. But putting it under family and friends is a good place to stay with the Fs fun, right? It's one of my biggest values. I always say, if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. Fitness. Now, fitness again encompasses a lot. I'm not just talking about my physical fitness, my nutrition fitness. I'm talking about my mindset fitness, my faith fitness, my finance fitness, my career fitness, um, my relationship fitness. So all of it falls under that. So fitness is more than just um, health and wellness and longevity. And then of course there's finance which is money, career, uh, business, all of that incorporates that. So each day, my goal is to make sure that something gets done in each one of those buckets. So I ask myself daily, what do I want in each area of my life? And I can look at those five different areas and ask, what do I want in each area of my life? How do I want to be showing up in my faith? How do I want to be showing up in my relationship with my family and friends? with my husband, the pilot, with my coaching clients, with myself, right? How can I make all that I do each day part of fun? How can I make fun part of everything that I do each day? How will I prioritize my health, my well-being, my fitness, and my self-care? And where am I with finances, either in my career, my business, and certainly our money, right? I put career and money in this one area of life because it keeps it simple for me. When you get intentional with your core value areas and determine your priorities within each, you can more easily get very intentional then with your habits and sometimes even bring them together. Like I mentioned, fitness, more than just health and nutrition and wellness, it's mindset, fitness and faith, fitness, et cetera. So recently, it's funny, I was out walking with my daughter and I thought about it later and I thought, wow, I checked three boxes during that walk with my daughter. Now she's 27, um, but I checked off the family and the relationship box, right? Spent quality time with her. I checked off the fun because while we were out there walking, we were having a fun time. We were laughing. We were sharing stories. You know, we we're doing all that great stuff. And I have a great relationship with my daughter. And I feel so blessed and grateful every single day for that. I work hard to maintain that relationship. I know my boundaries there too. I know when to speak only when spoken to and not to overstep my adult child's ability to make her own decisions and not need her mother's advice, even when I want to give it. And then the last box was fitness. I was out there walking, power walking, talking. Um, I didn't have my weighted belt on at that point, but I can tell you, I do walk with it now. Anyway, so then we came home, we cooked a great dinner, continuing building that priority and those habits in those three of five areas that matter for me, family, fun, fitness. Okay. So 
I'm going to break down what those five areas truly mean to me, what those five words mean, what those five habits and core principles are for me. And then see if any of this works for you. See if in your pilot wife life or your aviation life or whoever is listening to this, um, I've started working within the trucking profession as well because I've learned, guess what? The trucking industry is very similar to aviation. They're gone for long stretches of time. There's some insecurities. There's some loneliness. There's certainly fitness and health and wellness challenges. There's passing a physical. It's very interesting to me how those intersect. So faith, that's my inner world. That's my spiritual, my mindset, my self-worth, and more. So I mentioned I start each day with prayer and meditation and journaling. I try to incorporate gratitude into that and my daily thought download. Um, And, you know, it can be tough in these trying times with waking up every day and wondering which of the many fires we need to put out, right? There's um, disease and viruses and mandates and there's um, inflation in the economy and war going on in the world. And, you know, there's just so many different things that we it's hard sometimes to hang on to our faith when things are trying. But I like to remind myself that all is as it should be. That's a mantra I have. I have a lot of mantras. All is as it should be right now. That's helpful. And I stay out as best I can of the fear, another F word, the fear mode of what if. My favorite rock star, may he rest in peace, Tom Petty, said it best. Most things I worry about never happen anyway. Most things I worry about never happen anyway. So think about how much time we spend worrying about something in the future. Wasted time. So stay in the present as much as possible and remind yourself that all is fine right now, right here in this moment. Now, I'm guessing that it mostly is if you're listening to this. I'm not suggesting that the world isn't crashing down around you right now or feel that way because I don't know what your situation is. But especially in the early days of the pandemic, when we were all just, you know, oh my gosh, what's going on? Every morning I would wake up and in this weird, almost virtual reality state that we were in. And I would ask myself, am I okay today? Yes. Am I healthy? Yes. As far as I know, are those around me healthy? Yes. As far as I knew at that point, do I have a roof over my head? Yes. Do I have clean water? Yes. Do I have food? Yes. Do I have toilet paper, right? That was the thing. Yes. And I try to remind myself of that. And that also takes me into gratitude and it helps me get out of the fear of what if. Staying in the present, and that's my word for 2022 is present, be present, don't live in the past, don't live in the future, be fully present with whatever's going on right now. So that's what faith is to me, certainly my spiritual connection, as well as my internal connection with myself. Next F, family and friends. Relationships are everything. So how do you prioritize your relationships? How do you make time for the most important people? in your life. Now, timing of things can be challenging in the pilot wife life, the aviation lifestyle, the trucking lifestyle, all of that. So each week, I want to encourage you to look ahead and plan time in the important relationships of your life. Date night, make sure you're scheduling that. One-on-one time with each child. This was a key for me with my daughter. And that's why I know today that I have such an amazing relationship with my 27-year-old daughter. I have to tell you, people talk about teenagers and especially teenage girls. 
I think that's the thing I did right because we, we did not go through that. My husband didn't go through it with her. We didn't go through that with our son. We didn't go through it with our daughter. We didn't have strife. We did not have those challenging teen years, but we started taking mother daughter trips. My daughter and I, when she was in fifth grade and at least once a year, she and I would go away for a weekend or a couple of days or whatever. We've traveled all over the world. We've traveled as far as just 90 minutes away to a beach and stayed at a fun resort and just had really good mother-daughter time, good conversations, um, just that quality time together when you're away from everybody else. And I still say to this day, um, that's what's made all the difference. Sadly, uh, we recently had to put her dog down that she got when she was in about the fifth grade, actually, now that I'm thinking about it a little, maybe a little bit beyond that. Um, and then of course she went off to college and we kept the dog, but literally July 3rd, right before the fourth, my husband and I had to make the painful decision that it was time. And it was challenging because we were in Scottsdale. She was in Nashville and, um, we did a FaceTime with the dog. You know, we did everything that we could. I took pictures. I kept her posted all the way through because if she would have been there, she would have experienced that. But it was interesting because right afterwards, she texted me and said, I'm so glad you're coming tomorrow because I need mommy time. And when your 27-year-old says that to you, that's powerful. Um, of course, it made me cry all over again, but uh, that, meant, that meant the world to me. All right, next bucket, fun. I'm going to try to get things happy again. I remind myself, happiness is a choice. Fun is a choice. I choose to be happy and I choose to make life fun, not just for myself, but for everybody around me as best I can, even the little things, even when things don't go as planned, how can I make this fun? How can I make the best of whatever the situation is? So where are you planning fun in your life? Again, plan it each week, even if it gets changed, even if their schedule gets changed and they get delayed or rescheduled or God forbid, they go out for five or six days as it seems to be happening so much now. Just start somewhere with fun. Start somewhere, get creative on FaceTime. Make fun a priority in your life for yourself, for those relationships, for your partnerships, for your marriage, for all that stuff. Make fun a priority. All right, fitness. I've already said this. It's about mind and body. It's about fitness in every aspect of your life. You have got to put your own oxygen mask on first. Seriously. When it comes to fitness, especially with health and nutrition, okay, you can't give from an empty tank. Um, so you've got to take care of yourself. And I know women and men too, but women especially were the worst for this. We take care of everybody else first, and then we skip our workout or we eat the garbage or whatever because we prioritize ourselves last. And you've got to put that that oxygen mask of your own on first. So we're going to focus on this on body. Um, Faithful fitness and fitness and finances, all the rest of it is important too. And faith is also about the mindset work, but we're going to talk about body and nutrition and that type of wellness under this part of fitness in this podcast. I work out nearly every day. And now that I got that weighted belt, don't forget, go to weights.pilotwifepodcast.com to learn more and click on the weighted belt link. And remember, fly15 is your coupon code for a 15% discount. I'm fully committed to 10,000 steps every day as an average. Okay. As an average. And what I mean is I may not get 10,000 steps in today, but tomorrow I might do 12,000 or 15,000. And my goal is to end every week 
with an average of 10,000 steps for the day. And I also have a goal of working out four to five times weekly with weights and sculpting and toning my body and my muscles. So I regularly walk, I use my rebounder, mini trampoline, I do yoga, I do weights, and I do stretching. And fitness is also eating well to fuel my body and not just stuff it with calories. There's a difference. I call it real food and fake food, healthy food choices. Now, over the last couple of years, I've shed 16 pounds um, and I did it quickly. I did it in about a six month time frame um, and I've kept it off. And the interesting thing is when I started this journey, I wasn't focused on weight loss because thankfully, probably because I've been a health and wellness nut and fitness buff my whole life, weight loss, weight has not been a struggle for me. Um, but I would have gladly released five pounds. I had that little muffin top starting that was driving me crazy. Like so many of us do, especially in midlife, but obviously my body knew that there was more to let go of. Um, and when I made the right choices consistently, that's what happened. 16 pounds just went away. It just released. Um, and I do a lot of that through my own, I do intermittent fasting. Uh, and you can go to peakperformancehabits.com and pick up my free intermittent fasting guide. It's right there on the homepage. Scroll down just a little bit, peakperformancehabits.com. I have my own version of Dave Asprey's Bulletproof Coffee, which I call Fat Blaster Brain Booster Coffee. I eat high quality organic meals as much as possible. And then, of course, the intermittent fasting. So that's important to me uh, because I want to I look good. I want to feel good, but more than anything, I want longevity. You know, I became a grandparent two years ago. I want to be there at my granddaughter and subsequent grandchildren's. I want to be there at their graduations. I want to be there, be able to pick them up and babysit them when they're young. I want to be there at weddings. I want to be there when they have children. And ideally, I want to welcome in great grandchildren and um, attend some of those weddings and graduations as well. So longevity and a functional, another F word, Another, a functional longevity is important to me. So from a mindset fitness perspective, I have a reminder also not to stay stuck in old stories and limiting beliefs. We all have stories. We all have crap that we've gone through in the past. You know, the ones that are limiting you just the best you can through thought downloads and journaling, do your best to release the hold that they continue to have over you. And then the final F finances. Do you work outside of the home? How do you prioritize this? How do you navigate this with a partner who's gone half the month, almost half the month, more than half the month, whatever it is? How do you prioritize your own career, your own finances? Do you enjoy what you do? Maybe you run a business like I have for nearly 30 years. What are your priorities with it? How do you balance you know, this, the type of lifestyle and aviation and transportation that we have? Um, maybe your business is running the household and the family and getting the kids where they need to be. That's so important. That is so important. That's a whole business in and of itself. And we can have a tendency to discount that uh, because we're not paid for it. We're not paid in dollars, right? We tend to, um, with finance, effort, and all business and that, the things that we're responsible for, we tend to make it less important to trivialize, trivialize it more when we're not paid for it. But the business of running a household, keeping things running when you're solo because they're out flying or driving or whatever it is, um, that's such an important part of making it all fit together, making their life less stressful, making your life 
raising happy, healthy families and children. Very, very important. So I just want to encourage you to be intentional in the areas of business, whatever your business is, career, finance, be intentional. So five areas of focus. That sums it up for me. How about you? When you feel off track in any of these areas, ask yourself the right type of questions to create possibilities. And examples of this would be faith. Why is it so easy for me to be happy and joyful? Why is it so easy for me to attract awesome people into my life and business? Why is it so easy for me to believe that I am worthy, I am capable, and that everything will turn out for my highest good? Family and friends. Why is it so easy for me to have such a great relationship with my husband, my partner, my son, my daughter, my daughter or son-in-law, my family, my friends, my clients? How do I show up as my best self each day? Fun. Why do I always make each day and the task in it so much fun? What will I do for fun tomorrow? Fitness. Why do I love my workout so much? Why does my body reward me with feeling good, having energy and vitality? Why do I make such good food and eating choices? And then finance. Why is it so easy for me to love my career? How do I easily hit my income goals each month? How is it so easy for me to pay off debt and save money. So there you have the F's of the Pilot Wife ABCs and a number of F's that was. We've also covered attitude, boundaries, communication, domiciles and deviations in Pilot Wife life and expectation. As I mentioned, I'm a health and nutrition life coach. I help women and others redefine their self-image, improve their health and vitality without yo-yo dieting, and rediscover their own sense of identity and purpose. Together, we work to get you out of autopilot, okay, and create a functional checklist for health, life, and relationship success. As a pilot wife for over 33 years, I have navigated thousands of miles and moments of life in aviation, mommyhood, business, and life in general. So learn more about how I might support you at coach.pilotwifepodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the show, grab the Pilot Wife Checklist at pilotwifechecklist.com. And if you have a topic suggestion or a story to share on the show, go to ask.pilotwifepodcast.com. Share the show with any pilot wives, military wives, or anyone in aviation you know who might share and benefit from this similar experience. I'll see you on the journey.